It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined once again by Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? What it do? Yeah. Ryan, I would like to say first and foremost, happy Thanksgiving to everybody, because I feel like this could be a good, on your way to Thanksgiving, kill some time, listen to Hashtag Dork, or let me go on the other on the flip side and say, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving if you're listening to us, perhaps on the way home from Thanksgiving. See what I did? Lots of moving around this week, so yeah, we'll hope we get you. We get a big audience, bigger audience this week. Now, are you more of a canned cranberry sauce guy, or do you like to see the actual cranberries in the sauce? Uh, C, none of the above. Oh, you are a picky son of a bitch, aren't you? Uh, no, I'm not. I just don't care for the tartness. Are you a white no. meat or a dark meat guy? Uh, I don't want to make this political, but I'm a very uh, more white meat. I know there's more flavor in the dark meat. That's what people tell me. There's but a I lot more like flavor. Well, I'm all, I am all about the dark meat, so that way we, we cover both bases here on the podcast. And that's why it works. Do you like stuffing? I, I love the stuffing. Butt bread? Do you like... Love me some butt bread. <laughs> I don't think we should call it that. I don't like, I don't like that one <laughs> bit. Do you like an eggnog? Are you, are you a yay on eggnog? Yes, I am. Uh, as an after-dinner uh, kind of thing. A digestif. I don't know if it's much of a digestive since it's a meal unto itself. I think it but. kind of actually it kind of blocks you up, doesn't it? Kind of clogs. Oh, yeah. Kind of oh, yeah. Clog, it's th- I like the thickness of an eggnog, but it's like a it's like a boozy milkshake. It is. I like it. I like it with booze or without booze. That's my that's myself. Even a, even an actual eggnog shake, I will I will throw down. Wow. Look yeah. At you. Yeah. All right. I think we've done enough Thanksgiving talk. Uh, let's get into the news of the week, shall we? Let's do it. All right, Ryan, it looks like we have the uh, duration for Star Wars The Last Jedi, which will be out next month. Uh, Apparently, it's going to be two hours and 30 minutes. That's the longest in the franchise. How do you feel about that? That is a bomb movie. And from looking from everything they've been showing us, it looks like it's going to have to be, because i got a lot of questions about this movie. Yeah, what's your first question? Okay, so... I'll answer uh, it. Obviously, obviously, is that... You know, we, we have Ray in the center of this controversy with the dark and the light. Does she go gray? Mm, I don't know. Next question. No, I, I, would <laughs> say, <laughs> I would say she might. I think Luke Skywalker definitely goes gray. He's something's up with him. How about the, in the movie posters? They're put, positioning him in a place where normally the Sith are. There's something cooking there. There's something going on with him, and I can't wait to put my finger on it. And what's and, up with the Porg? That's what I'm, yeah, we all want to know what's going on with the pork. What's his story? What's his yeah. backstory? Will he get his own solo movie? That, those are my questions. <laughs> pork, a Star Wars story. Por- I'd watch the shit out of that. It would do really well, I think. <laughs> a pork, a Star Wars story. Like do you think, now, do you think the pork can fly? And do you think he can swim well? I think he's a swimmer. Because if you look, he's kind of got like little penguin wings, you know? Yeah. I don't think he can get up off the ground with those. A bird that but- can swim. But look at, uh, like, Watto in uh, Phantom Menace. He had little tiny wings, but he got up there. Yeah, he had little shit wings, but he could move a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, I'm with you. I'm, I'm excited about that. Two hours and 30 minutes, when the movie's really good, is not bad. Once you get into the three-hour territory, like as good as the first Lord of the Ringses were, that's too much for me. Like I'm, I, Lord of the Ringses? Uh, I, I start to get fidgety in my chair, Ryan. I can't yeah. do three hours. You know me. Yeah, yeah. Not for you. me. Uh, right now, the, the Punisher is currently streaming on the Netflix I am, I think, as a time of recording, about five episodes in. Where, where are you at? I'm a little bit behind. I'm in, th- I'm in three. So I'll tell you so right I now. a little bit of a tough week, but, you know, we're, we're there now. You, oh, you okay? Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. Just, just in terms of timing. You God, know, there's oh, a lot of to get going on. Shit. A lot of moving and shaking. I thought, okay, good. Yeah. All right, everything's all right on your end. I, oh, yeah. I would say right now, and I know there's a long way to go, and some of the people listening to this have seen it uh, in its entirety already, I like it. I don't love it yet. I'm hoping that it, it kind of kicks up a, a notch. Yeah, uh, some interesting thing just happened right now. Honestly, again, I'm only three episodes in. Sure. So, you know, um, a lot of uh, where the I feel like we're pushing the ball up the hill and it's just getting to the top. Yeah, you know I'm, with, I mean? I'm with you on that. I need, I need them. And it's 13 episodes, so we got, so we got some time. 13 is a bit of a slog at times. I think even in the yeah. other series that have all been really good, or most have been really good. 13 is a little much, but. That's the stranger thing yeah. does with nine. Oh, they kick the eight. They kick the balls right off you at nine. Oh, yeah. That's all, all you need. They had eight in season one and nine in season two, and it was great. Uh, yeah. So next week, so for those of you that are watching The Punisher like us, next week will be our episode on The Punisher. So try to finish up if you can by then so you can enjoy the spoiler full portion of uh, The Punisher. How about this news, Ryan? One of my gals, Lizzie Kaplan, one of my all time favorites. You would know Lizzie Kaplan from uh, Mean Girls, where she actually plays kind of the ugly girl, even though sneaky, she's the hottest girl out of all of them when she's not in that kind of makeup. She's also in The Masters of Sex, which I do not watch. She was in a season or two of True Blood, actually maybe just season one, and I don't know. You've seen her. She's got big eyes. She's gorgeous. She Oh, in her sneaky good role, she was in a show called Party Down, which was on Stars, which is about like a catering company. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Which was hilarious. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's funny, too. Like, she's funny, and she's a very uh, pretty lady. She oh, yeah. apparently is going to join the Gambit movie as the female lead opposite Channing Tatum. I know you still don't believe this movie is going to be made, but if it is, yeah. she's going to be in it. <laughs> I'm convinced that this movie doesn't exist. Like this is just yeah. one of those things they just they just keep it keep perpetuating the story. This movie's been in development for what like eight years. It's been a while, but you know a lot of a lot of good movies they kind of sit there forever, right? Like I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like I'm not even kidding. It's been like eight years. No, I think so. I think you're about right. Yeah. So they're due for a good Gambit movie, but Lizzie yeah, Kaplan's been great. To. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's go back to Netflix here for a second. Dave Chappelle, finally, the, he released two stand-up specials. They paid him, I believe, for three, and they just had like a little teaser for it, and it involved you know Stranger Things and Eleven, and he was in it for a second. But I guess on New Year's Eve, Dave Chappelle's next Netflix special is gonna is gonna drop, as they say. And I I'm looking forward to this. I thought his, his last two were pretty funny. Oh yeah, they were great. I mean, they were like kind of vintage Chappelle, you know. And yeah. I, what I like about this is, is he's doing these so quickly, but they're all different material. Yeah, like they're all new right. Material. Like you see, um, it's funny. Like I've seen like comedy specials, like say on Comedy Central, and then like two months later, I'll go see the comedian live, and they're doing like most of the material I saw them do on TV. Yeah, you that know? happens. And, and that happened. That happened to me twice, and I won't mention the comics by name uh, since they're pretty big names. 
Um, one of them was a guy named, uh, I'll rhyme it for you. Okay. Uh, Smanuel Smosh. Got it. And uh, Nim Jordan. They, uh, they, they like to uh, take the material they use on comedy specials and uh, recycle them. Well, of course. I mean, oh. they, they, what they do is they find their, their best 60. Give me an hour of, of material. They, they yep. fine-tune it, and then they, they travel it around the world. Yeah, but, and, they, yeah. and they did that. For sure. They sure did. You're like finishing the joke for them. They're like, God damn it. You're like, yeah, I've heard this one. Yeah. And everyone's, everyone around me is laughing. I'm like, I heard this joke before. Well, that's like the people that I – so we'll get into it obviously coming up here in, in Justice League. But like Superman shows up and I got two idiots clapping. I'm like, yeah, you know he's in this. Like stop yeah. it. So it's the same shit as that. Also other news, Ryan, Fantastic Beasts 2 has a title. It's going to be called Fantastic Beasts the Crimes of Grindelwald, who, of course, is going to be played by our guy Johnny Depp. Juan Depp. Juan Depp will be portraying uh, Grindelwald. It's funny. We got a, we got a, uh, a tweet message, a, a direct message, because our direct messages are open on the Twitter, at Dork Podcast. As we were both saying last week how you know Johnny Depp kind of needs to go away and then maybe reinvent himself a little bit later on. And the guy's like, you know, I was thinking he's actually going to be the star of Fantastic Beasts 2. And I'm like, true, but it doesn't mean he shouldn't go away still. No, but it, even then, like, he's a bad guy in this. Like, he, so it's, um, yeah, it's not, he's a bit of a departure. He's not the main guy, right? I mean, he's the main no. villain. No, 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 no. Eddie Redmayne is the main guy. Correct. And then he's kind of like, he, but he's not doing like the kooky antihero thing. Like, he's like straight, straight heel in this one. As long as he can wear some sort of eye makeup, then he'll at least he'll be comfortable and he'll be able to go from there. And I won't go with any spoilers. If you, I don't think you've seen Fantastic Beasts yet, but how do you feel about uh, like white contact lenses? I did see Fantastic Beasts, so shame oh, you on did? You, shame on you. Oh, shit. oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, white contact lenses. I feel like uh, ten, fifteen years ago were kind of groundbreaking. Now it's kind of yesterday's papers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, why? What do you think of white contact lenses? Well, you said you said like interesting eye makeup, and I was like, well, I remember him having like oh, light yeah, contact. Yeah. yeah. I didn't hate that movie, actually. I thought it was all right. No, no, I didn't mind it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was uh, uh, B+, plus, you know, BB+. Plus. Sure. Not bad. How many stones would you hand it? Uh, four and a half. Four and a half stones. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. I'm not a, I, I enjoy, if a Harry Potter movie's on and people are like, oh, this is, I'm like, I'll watch it. But it, I'm not, like, blown away like some people right. are. Wes. What about Harry Twatter? <laughs> Harry Twatter? <laughs> Harry Twatter and the Sorcerer's Bone. Did you? <laughs> what did you do? I ended up seeing that. I, I, was like, I own that. <laughs> I actually own that. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. It's one of yeah. The best was I literally as we were watching uh, me and my wife years or my wife uh, a few years ago. We're going through Netflix and we're watching all of, like the Harry Potters. And I, like they were good. And then so obviously there's Harry Twatter and the Sorcerer's Bone. And then I'm I. I spent way too much time trying to come up with other titles for the other ones, and like none of them were good. Like I, I was like, I was like the the Jizzener of Azkaban. <laughs> She's of like As- 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 of Azkaban. <laughs> She's like, no, that's not, that's not a good one. I'm like, yeah, yeah. The Deathly Swallows. She's like, stop it, stop. Hey, by the way, yeah. while we're on the subject, yeah. J.K. J.K. Rowling, yeah, classics major. Come on, swear to God. I don't doubt it because she's obviously very intelligent. Yep, all the spells are Latin. I don't know if you knew that, but they are. That's a fun fact. You can you can yep. share at your Thanksgiving dinner. 
Be like, uh, yeah, I, I heard from, I heard from a classics major on this very intellectual podcast I listened to. Oh, who? Yeah. <laughs> uh, last bit of news, Ryan, before we get to your segment, which you carry each and every week. Incredibles 2 had a trailer. Uh, this bad boy is going to be out June 15th, 2018, so next summer. Uh, what did you think of the trailer, and are you excited for Incredibles 2? The Incredibles was my, is my favorite Pixar movie. Yeah, it's so really I, good. And, this is, and I was talking to, and I know I have to, obligatorily I have to do this, I was talking to my wife about my this. My wife. And, yeah. and um, we were both kind of uh, shocked at the amount of time it was between these two movies. Yeah. And everything I'm hearing is that this movie picks up ex- right where the last one left off. Ooh. Which is kind of gr- which is kind of great um in terms of animated movies because it's all the same uh, you have to get some different voice de- voice actors for the kids. Right. You know, but that means, you know, the original cast is back and I'm told that Bob Odenkirk and Katherine Keener are joining the cast. I like both of them a great deal. Oh yeah, and yeah. they're great. I'm so, a big fan. So that's cool. And I'm re- I'm really excited for this and I'm excited that my daughter, my older daughter who is going to be just like the right age to take to this movie. Oh yeah, perfect. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, she's going to be almost four by the time, so she'll be like that's right in her wheelhouse. You know. Oh so. yeah, that'd be good. You can you can do a little refresher. You watch it at you know, the first one at home. Get her all excited. She'll be rooting for uh, Dash, etc. It'll be good. It's time for Davy's video game Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan, what do we got this week? Well, in thinking of in the spirit of Thanksgiving, and people are going to be on the move, Richard, what I thought I would do is I would give you two picks this week for mobile gaming. Nice. Because people are on the road. People are, you know, they're, they're moving around, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so I figured it would be appropriate to give you something you can play on your phone. Smart. So the first of which, and I know you've played this, actually, and you were the one who mentioned it to me, and I finally spent like two hours playing it, is the Stranger Things mobile game. Awesome game. Which is actually, it's a mix between, like, an old Zelda game. Yes. And you remember, like, the old Goonies game? Uh, yeah. Like oh, yeah. NES. Yeah, yeah. For the yeah, NES. Goonies yeah. I had that, yeah. So it's a little a bit of a mix of those things, but it's got that Zelda look to it. But, like, you can use, and, like, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing where you can use the different characters. Like, all the different characters do different things. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. So you have, to, you have to, like, switch them out. But you start off as Hopper, and you just punch people in the face. You know, oh, it's and great. Then, so it's, Lucas yeah, has it's a slingshot. Great. Like, it's cool. Yeah. I will. I will tell you this right now. It will eviscerate your battery. Mm. So make sure you have some pocket juice if you're going to be on the road playing this one. Pocket juice. Uh, avoid, yep. Avoiding family members and so on and so forth. Yes. Um, so that's a great pickup, and I believe it's free. It is, or at least it was. Yep. Yeah. It was free. So, and the other thing that's coming out uh, or is out um, is a game. If you haven't played the first one, I would say play the first one. But Monument Valley Two, which was this game blew up um, a couple years ago because, and this might be a little touchy now, but uh, in the second season of House of Cards, it was the game that Kevin Spacey was playing on his iPad. Oh, boy. I know, I know. It's a bit of a touchy subject now. But probably it's one of those games, it's a a 3D kind of like, think of like an M.C. Escher painting. You know who M.C. Escher is? The guy who does like the, of course, the, the my, hand drawing. Hand. Right. My okay. mother was an art teacher. Of course I know who M.C. Escher oh, is. Oh, that's right. That's right. Come so, on. So it's, think of like an M.C. Escher drawing but made into like a puzzle game. I mean, that's kind of what Monument Valley is. Ah. And it's, it's, it's pretty fun. Like you twist things around and the perspective changes and all that stuff. So it's one of those games where you're playing it and if you solve the puzzle, you feel really smart. 
even though you know the game kind of helped you out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, like I, when you, I did when, it. Like you sure you did. You'd be like, yes, like I'm so smart. Yeah. You know what I mean? But um, it's it, the. The, the game's great only because the gameplay's fun, it's engaging, but the music is actually really good, too, and the sound is really good. Play with some headphones on. You know, uh-huh. You're not bothering anybody. No. And these are just two great ways to ignore your family when they start asking you about your life and what you're going to do with your life, even if you don't have a concrete answer for them. And politics, am I right? Oh, my God. If I can avoid that, Jesus Christ. That's going to be the go-to. That's the plan yeah. for, uh, for the upcoming weekend. All right, that's a good Davies Video Game Minute. Ryan, are you ready now for the topic du jour? And I'm, what is that, Richard? Well, it's the topic of the day. And today it is Justice League, the fifth film in the DC Extended Universe. It clocks in at two hours. It is currently receiving a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's the critics. The audience giving it an 85% approval rating. So we begin non-spoiler, and then we will get into spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, uh, we will certainly alert you when it's time for spoilers, but first things first, Ryan, non-spoiler, Justice League, did you like it? I don't know. Son of a bitch. You had time. You had time to figure it out. (laughs) Nobody breaks down movies like we do here at Hashtag Door. (laughs) Was it a good movie? I just Matt you. I don't, yeah. (laughs) Matt Schaubwagen here on Justice League. (laughs) I will say, real quick, when you look at the uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it makes all the sense in the world to me because this was a movie where if you were if your job was you're I'm a movie critic and look at me like ooh la la like I critique movies and I know what's good like what's good art yeah. and what's bad art and so you're probably always going to skew towards the side of no because again rotten tomatoes it's just yes or no and so 40% of of people said yes 60% clearly said no it's as simple as that it's a thumbs up or a thumbs down it's not an infinity stone it's not a scale of 10 and so i get why if you're a critic you might skew more towards no like if i'm going to give godfather a yes i can't give justice league a yes whereas yeah i was just gonna say quickly conversely if you're an audience member and you're going to be entertained and you want to go in there and enjoy the characters enjoy the story it's much easier to watch it and say yeah i liked it i didn't love it but yeah i liked it and this is where I think this classic argument comes in where people say, like, like from a critical standpoint, it has clear flaws. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of, yeah. like, the story, in terms of the script, there's clear flaws here. And you can say, like, you know, characters' backstories are summed up in literally a sentence. Yeah. But the movie, if you are a casual comic book fan, first of all, you shouldn't be listening to You're us. You're probably not listening to us. You're probably not listening to us. But if you're someone who knows these characters, these are well-established characters. If you, don't, if you know nothing about them, you're going to think this movie's bad. If you know what you're watching, you're going to think it's fine. Because don't you think there's two different arguments? There's like, did you like the movie? And then there's also like, did you like uh, the build-up to this movie? Or like, did they prepare you enough for this movie or simply, like, did you have a good time? Did you like all the characters together? And, and was, that, was that good enough for you? And so we'll do the dork scale in a second. But if you were a Rotten Tomato critic and you had to just give it a yay or a nay, I'm, I'm going yay here. What about you? Oh, see, this is, I, I didn't want you to ask me this question because it depends on, like what, like, what I'm thinking about when you ask me this question. So I would... So I see Rotten Tomatoes is like 60% and up is fresh, right? Uh, I, th- I don't know. I think so. Maybe. And I'm like, 
I'm right on that line. I'm at like at a 55 to 60 okay. range. So like, right. it depends. Right now, I would say since I'm talking about it, I'd be like, yeah, it's worth a watch. Go see it. You know, but I, with the caveat that like this is for comic book fans. It's not for, you know, the casual like, oh, I just want to go see a comic book movie. All right, so maybe there's, yeah, there's, yeah, there's too much background that they kind of gloss over that you should know. Another another way to do this would be the DCEU, which has been beat up not just by us but by by a lot of people. You have Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Suicide Squad, and Wonder Woman. Where does this rank in out of the five? Second. Yeah, so I agree with you. I think Wonder Woman's still the best. I think this is a clear cut second. Man of Steel, like you can get. I, I'm not a fan, but I understand some people like that one. I just I've never liked Superman. I didn't really love that movie, so I have that lower on my list. I know people say, well, that's better than the other two. I don't know. The other two had more redeeming qualities just because they had characters I liked more in them. So the first three are all kind of crap in my mind in their own way. And you can make an argument for all three of them to be the worst one. And you can make an argument for all three of them to be uh, the best out of that group. But yeah, I would say Justice League is a clear second. So for me, if I'm doing the yay or the nay, Wonder Woman and Justice League get a yes and the other three would get a no. And I probably need to go, right? Does that make sense? I completely agree with you. Okay. What did you think, uh, and we'll do more of this in spoilers, just kind of comparing it to the MCU a little bit, Uh, but I thought, you mentioned how some of these characters, they would throw like a line and that would sum up their backstory. I think also they they took two hours and they took six like like mega popular characters and they try to throw them. They try to show you a little bit of what they do, right? Like there was like a, a Batman scene. There was like a Aquaman scene. Like, right. did, did you? Did any of those characters jump out to you that you either a really liked or b really didn't like? Well, what I, I really liked, and this might be a bit of a hot take, I really liked Cyborg. Ooh, hot and take! I was, and I was disappointed at where they were going with his story, and then kind of it fizzled. Yeah, they, they, yeah. They, were getting, they were just getting into some really interesting stuff with him and his father, yeah. and then you never saw the father again. You never saw Silas yeah. again. Well, yeah. Um, and that, that was disappointing, but he was, that character is going in the right direction. Right. Um, Remember, we're spoiler-free. Yeah, and I <laughs> was... I, 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 that's not a spoiler. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying. And then uh, I was a little disappointed with The Flash. That was no. that was my takeaway. I thought I was going to like the Flash a lot more because I like the Flash character and I like Ezra Miller. I think he's a really good actor. And some of the stuff in the uh, the trailers I thought came across better than the actual movie. Yep, and I would say so. This was just to round it out. This was a bit of a step forward for both Batman and Superman. I thought as characters. Yep, and a huge step backwards for Wonder Woman. Yeah, just kind of tough because she was so good in her own standalone movie, and this was – I'm with you. We'll get into that fully and, and, yeah. and, and explain why in just a moment. I'm with you on that. And then Aquaman kind of – Oh, yeah, and, I forgot about him. What do you think of Aquaman? He's, yeah, I mean, he's just kind of like – I think Jason Momoa is one of the coolest people on earth, and I just uh, – it sucks that he's, he's kind of wooden as an actor. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just whatever. Yeah. Okay, so – uh, and then we'll get into this, the the villain and everything else more in uh, spoilers. So also a reminder, 
There is a mid and an end credit scene, not something they typically do in the DCEU, although they've done it before, but not always. Uh, it's, a, it's a staple in the MCU, but stick around for both, and I would also say uh, they are both worth sticking around for. And finally, before we get into spoilers, Ryan, the hashtag dork score, which I feel like with every movie, I probably give a score, and then like four months later or five months later, I will take a whole stone away, because I, yep. I do have a recency bias. I do have that, but what, what would your score be, zero to six? Uh, do we? I always forget this, and this we've done how many of these episodes, and I always ask you this every time we do this. Do we do half stones? Yes, there's a, uh, a segment of the audience that thinks that is a cop out, but I say to you, sir or ma'am, too bad. We are we okay. do do half stones. Three and a half. Yeah, yeah. Although, if you're gonna, mm, I think I'm gonna give it a four, knowing that it'll probably come down later on. Yeah, I, I see this. It's a C, it's a C C plus. Yeah. Although I, I'll tell you, last thing before we get to spoilers. It was like based off of everything that was surrounding this movie, followed by the like they're not releasing the Rotten Tomato score, and then you saw a bunch of headlines that were like, "This is the worst movie ever," and how like the audience deserved better. This like this movie was so bad. Like it's it's not just a bad comic book movie, but it like it it hurts movie. Like the the, the headlines were ridiculous. It's it's dead wrong. It's not that bad. Okay, okay, I agree with you on that. Spoilers! 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 Here come the spoilers! Alright, so a fair warning. It is now time for spoilers in Justice League. First, I think the the obvious thing, and it may not be fair, but there's so many comparisons between the DCEU and the MCU. And so, first thing first, Ryan, the, the MCU had five movies prior to the Avengers. Because Avengers and Justice League, it's the same thing, basically. Right. They had five films prior. They had Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man 2, Thor, and Captain America. So basically, it's though they took four solo characters and then threw them into the Avengers and combined them with Hawkeye and Black Widow to essentially round out Nick Fury here and there, but really Hawkeye and Black Widow. So you had six Avengers. Four of them already had a standalone movie, and one of them already had two standalone movies. So these characters were pretty well established. Also, Hawkeye was in Thor. Black Widow was in Iron Man 2. So all these characters had already been introduced to you prior to the Avengers. Right. Different story in the DCEU. You had a Superman movie. You had essentially half a Superman, half a Batman movie. You had Suicide Squad, which doesn't help you at all. And you had Wonder Woman. So... Like two and a half of the six characters had already been in there. Therefore, right. you're introducing the Flash, Aquaman, and Cyborg. I know, I understand they were all in Batman v Superman. They all had their own icon, and you saw them on the screen for like 10 seconds. So they were technically in there. But don't you think like that's one of the big differences? Was like Justice League was almost rushed a little bit. Like, hey, we have all these characters. We have the rights to all these characters. Yeah, we're doing a universe, but let's get them. Let's introduce them even in this movie. That's fine. Whereas the MCU, even though those movies all weren't great, you at least got a sense of who these characters were before you put them together. Yeah, and I get the sense that it's like this keeping up with the Joneses thing. Like, we're just trying to keep pace with Marvel, and we're way behind. Yeah. You know, at establishing, you know, what what they've done. But like you said, I think it was so 
smart and so clever to kind of weave in even your minor characters you wove them in in such a way where you know these two special agents of shield are a part of this you know but it's right. kind of like a, a kind of off to the side but you know they're there like would you it know? have made more sense to do a flash and an aquaman movie before justice league yeah but at the same time like you're you're so far behind yeah. that that you know yeah. what i mean that you have to you have to put these people together now before like Marvel just completely blows it out of the water, and I think you have to get it in before Infinity War. Yeah, yeah. I uh, that's the other thing, and they kind of stole a little bit of Infinity War. Like like the MCU, we've already seen like alien attacks, like Avengers one. You had Loki, uh, and and we've seen obviously they've been in in space with Thor and with Guardians and that thing. But with what you're going to have on its way with Avengers, Thanos and whatever kind of crew he has, uh, like trying to like destroy the earth like they just did that here with steppenwolf and the mother boxes and all of that stuff and like now like once you team up these guys now like the standalone movies are a lot more difficult because like we've said before like okay why don't you just call your buddy like if this is such a big deal for you like you have friends that's why i thought maybe it would have made more sense to establish the universe a little bit more and then you could have a whole Flash story, so you don't have to shoehorn in some of his dad stuff in Justice League. You could have a whole Aquaman story, so you don't have to be like, "Hey, here's Mira for a hot second, and then and then leave her alone." Right. But and I think you know, someone told you know I was talking to somebody about this, and you know they were saying something along the lines of like, you know, there's no promises here either. You know, like what if what if you did the Aquaman movie before Justice League and that flopped? Maybe they you know didn't want to I mean? take that chance because every yeah. movie, with the exception of Wonder Woman, did. So maybe right. they, they maybe they're a little scared, yeah. right? You know, so you gotta you shoot or shoot. You know what I mean? Shoot or shoot. And by the time uh, they got around to making Justice League, if they waited a couple of years, Ben Affleck wouldn't even be in that one. <laughs> no. How about how about all the goddamn stories that keep popping up now about he not being in, in the next Batman? We're like, oh, and everyone's breaking this story, Richard, and everybody, you know, everybody, everybody thinks that they have the upper hand here. But hey, like I said in a tweet a while ago. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> we know. Oh, we know. You we, and we, I know who broke that shit. We do. It was Richard Francis Keith the Third. That's right. By so the way, suck on that. That's right. Yeah. So everybody, you're on, you're on notice. Also, thanks to RFK, all of our RFK three did that, bitches. That's right. All of our uh, listeners are, are very well, aware, very loyal, very well aware of of who had that news. At this point, it would be a huge upset if Ben Affleck ever was Batman again. I know. What did you think of uh, Batman though in this movie? Um, I thought it was great, and one of the 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 best Ben Affleck Batman scenes um, was the, the the first scene where he was in in this movie. We're like, that's quintessential Batman, and Agreed. I thought it was so cool that they brought on Danny Elfman to bring back the Batman theme. Awesome, and they brought they did the Superman theme, the old Superman theme too. That you was that John Williams, right? Yeah, it was, but they they actually used those in this movie. Oh, it was awesome. But to to hear the original Danny Elfman Batman theme from the 89 movie and to see him swinging around on gargoyles and like being just being full on Batman the, was pretty cool. Batman was good. You got a little bit more uh Batman and Alfred, which was good. You got Jim Gordon in this one too, played by one of our for favorite a hot guys. Second. He was in there for a hot second, sure, but also there was a time where Batman mentions how he's been doing this for like 20 years. Which also makes Man of Steel a little bit more annoying to me, and like some of, but whatever. Uh, so he'd been he's been Batman for twenty years. Uh, at one point, he mentions wind up uh, exploding penguins, which is great. So yeah. that that puts Penguin 
in this universe. There's also a Janus building. I don't know if you noticed there was that one scene with the Janus building. I did, and it was because it was so dark in that scene, and it was bright green in right. the background. They had the electric Janus, and for those wondering, that is where Black Mask works. So they could introduce Black Mask into this, who's a, who's a great bad guy. And then also when Batman is talking to Wonder Woman, uh, well, one of their scenes where they're together, and that was like when Cyborg was like spying on him when they were down by the water, he mentioned something about a doomsday clock. And I was yeah, like, that's a nice yeah. little tip of the cap to the doomsday clock, which is uh, out this week. Uh, this yeah, that comic book series. The humans, humans assume that the doomsday clock has a snooze button. Yeah. Is that what he says? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Which I is d- pretty clever. I thought he was good. Like Once again, even in Batman v Superman, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. Unfortunately, Ben Affleck doesn't like Ben Affleck as Batman. One of the criticisms, Ryan, that I read everywhere was that it looked like Ben Affleck was being held hostage while making this movie. Did you get, <laughs> did you get that sense? Uh, at times, but there, yeah. there were so, and what I was going to say, and this, this goes for every character in the movie. So I'll say it now, and then I'll probably bring it up a couple more times. It was so clear to me and everybody watching this, where Joss Whedon fit in with this whole thing. Right. Like it was so clear to me. Like there was these ridiculous, like melancholy, you know, overdramatic things that are so Snyder. And then there was like this scene that kind of comes out of nowhere that's funny and has heart to it, and you're like, okay, that's Whedon. Oh, it was, you know what it I was mean? very clear. Like, there was one scene, and we'll get to each character going through, but that one scene when they're, they're fighting in, like, that whole, like, kind of tube thing, and Wonder Woman falls, and then, like, the Flash lays, like, on top of her for a second, and then, like, jumps off of her. Like, yeah. that, they just needed to but break he, up the monotony. They needed, to give you a, they needed to give you, like, some kind of laugh here and there. And the one thing that I really liked about this Batman and this Ben Affleck character, the way he played it, was that, like, you know, I think a lesser director and writer would have had Batman, like, at the forefront of this whole thing. But it was smart of them. Like, he didn't, he was hands-off. You never really saw him fight Steppenwolf. You never really saw him take on more than he could handle. Right, right. You know what I mean? And it was just like, all right, I'm going to distract everybody. You guys go do the real thing. Like it, and then when, you know, Superman comes back and everyone is cheering and whatever, he actually gets hurt. Yeah. And you can see, like, in the character, he's just like, fuck this. Like, I'm not, like, this is, no, I'm not doing this. You right, know what I mean? Right, right, right. And that was such a funny line where he's like, something's bleeding. Yeah, <laughs> something is definitely bleeding. Definitely yeah. bleeding in there. Yeah, because he, he flips it on him. He's like, you know, do you bleed? Because that's what Batman asked Superman in the yeah. in the last movie. So that was a, a nice little callback. Uh, Wonder Woman in this one, and you had just mentioned earlier how kind of a step backwards for her, it seems like. A lot of Steve Trevor mentions, like a really hung up on Steve Trevor, who died sixty years ago, seventy oh, years ago, eighty one, years. Ago. Where, how long ago was it? Eighty World years. World War One was in like oh, World War One. That's right. It wasn't World War Two. Yeah. It was World War One. That's right. So yeah, it was like a hundred years. A hundred years. A hundred fucking years ago, and she's still. She's like she won't even allow herself to be a superhero, right? She's like doing all this stuff, and like so she's still superheroing. But she's not doing it like so the public can see her like Superman. She's not a symbol for it. That's one of the conversations she has with Batman. So for a hundred fucking years, she's hung up on this guy. It's a great love and story. I understand yeah. that. But then Batman basically like they have like one fight. Batman's like, hey, you should you should be this symbol. And then the next thing you know, she is now. <laughs> and that's and that's why I was so pissed about this character because she's coming off a high. 
and I, again, we don't politicize this, but like this this podcast, but like all of these people in Hollywood and all of these people are rooting for Gal Gadot and this character to be like yes, and they, you know, you could see there was a switch, you know, from the Whedon to Snyder where they kind of pushed her up front, and be like, all right, you're leading this team when Superman's not here, like you have to, and that was the whole point of Bruce Wayne starting that fight with her, right, was so that she would, you know, be. And what pissed me off is if you're gonna have this uh, this character be a champion for women and you know you know equality and all of these things, why is she pining over a guy for a hundred years, and why does she need the mansplaining of Batman? Why does she need him to say you should be the leader? She should be the one who'd be like, no, fuck it, I'm doing this. She should be the leader, and also, and not that I'm mad at it, because Gal Gadot is like as hot as it gets, or as Goo would say, Israeli hot. But did you notice more in this movie? Like they did a couple, of, like when she was wearing those like tight leather pants. They had a couple of like camera shots that were literally just so you could see her ass. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like and, gratuitous. And the way it was, the way it was framed was that your eye was drawn like right just, to her ass. You couldn't go anywhere else. And again, I'm not mad yeah. at it. Like she's gorgeous, but like again. If she's like this symbol, like she should be the leader and all this stuff, and then you're kind of looking at her like a piece of meat. I also noticed, don't you think like her costume was basically the same? I feel like it was a little bit more risque. Like I could see like her underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other thing too that people were really pissed about, if you look at the Amaz- like the Amazonians, the Amazons. Yeah. They like the people the ones who were like super like CrossFit ripped, who were holding up the gate. Yeah. Remember, I someone said it on Twitter. Like they showed their costumes, and it was basically like a bikini top and like a like a schoolgirl skirt. Yeah, and I they're mean, like, yeah, if you're if you're a badass warrior, the one thing you want to do is not put armor where your vital organs are. Right? No, like, you wouldn't do that. You like your whole that. midriff, where like everything, every vital organ in your body is exposed. Like, good plan. Yeah. Like, I what know. the hell are you doing? Yeah. So the costume choices were a bit a bit weird uh, for the for the women. I think. Yeah, like they definitely kind of showed. I mean, the original, like all the Wonder Woman out uh, costumes are a bit revealing. But I just, I thought there was something different about this one, and I was like, again, I like it, but at the same time, I don't know if this is what you want to be doing. No, and I think it was like you said, it was the, the downward up angle that was like right on the tuchus, you know, yeah. that we that we were getting a lot of. So the next guy, it was, it was enough. It was enough that you and I both noticed it. Oh, so. for, okay, yeah, and I'm sure everybody else yeah. did as well. The next one, uh, my biggest letdown of the movie actually was the Flash because I thought he was going to be really good. I thought he was going to be funny. I like this actor. I think I think Ezra Miller's good, as I said. The Flash character certainly not one of my five favorites, but I enjoy him. I like the CW show. I like the idea of Barry Allen, Wally West, whoever you want it to be. This is Barry Allen visiting his dad so they're, they're keeping that storyline he's in jail that they said he killed his mom uh the dad did not kill his mom as we all know so they sort of explain what happened there i didn't like the special effects like the lightning bolt shit with him and like that's how he, like even the cw show has a better special effect for barry running super fast and i didn't think he was that funny like I, for me the lines and like the the one-liners didn't land at all like, i don't i think he i don't know if he made me laugh the whole movie well it uh there was some like you said him like falling on you know wonder woman and then kind of jumping off was fine i thought it was too much lightning yeah that's yeah, something like that but they made it look like slow because they would like do all the lightning and then he would like slow and then he would just like disappear so you didn't really i don't know like quicksilver and the x-men movies would they did a better job they did cooler stuff with um 
Yeah, this I, this was a letdown for me. It was a little bit of a letdown, and like you said, the jokes were. It was more corny, and they they mentioned the fact they go out of their way to mention the fact that he's like this, you know, a genius. Right. But you never got that at all. No, like he you was couldn't just tell. Like a goof. And and two things that really that kind of two things that pissed me off, and one thing that I thought was really cool. So, um, he stinks at like what he does. Like he's always like falling. Yeah, he doesn't like know he yet. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't like, know what he's doing. And yet he has a badass costume. So like, that's kind of odd, right. right? Like, who's helping him make this costume? So he has an unbelievable superhero costume. They also showed us in Suicide Squad that he caught... Fuck, I forget now. Was it maybe Boomerang? Like, he caught one of those guys. It and, was Boomerang, yeah. I think he caught Boomerang. And it was like, okay, so he's doing something. But then he even admits in this. He's like, yeah, I just kind of run and like push people. Like, I don't even, I don't even know what I'm doing. Yeah, and that's and I thought that it was kind of cool that when he said, you know, what do I do? And you know, Batman says like, go save, go save get one, one save one. Yeah, and, that was cool. And then he's like, what do I do? He's like, then you'll know, then you'll know what to do. That was cool. So I yeah. thought that was fine. The the coolest scene with the Flash, I thought, is when they're all like trying to fight Superman, and he's like, all right, I'm gonna like run around him and like surprise him, and you see like Superman like turn his head and that- like look at him. You know what? That might be the best scene. Oh, shit. That might be, even as somebody who doesn't like Superman, I'm with you. That might be the best scene as he's holding off three of the guys and then he, like, moves his eye. That was was really cool. Like, Superman actually, we'll get to him, but he was really good in this. I'll give you you that. Yeah, no, that was the best performance of Superman, recent Superman. That was the best one. I agree. Um and and I thought he was really good. There was one part I didn't. We'll get to that. But that's in the look on like Ezra Miller's face when like he notices awesome. that like he's it was is priceless. And then what does he do? Obviously, he fucking trips and falls. Trips and falls. But you know what this yeah. does? It, at the very least, like setting up the the dad being in jail, wrongfully accused. It sets up the potential of the flashpoint because once he kind of really figures out his powers, he he knows that he can go back change time save his mom but then that's gonna spin everything and jeffrey dean morgan who played thomas wayne in the flashbacks in batman v superman could now be brought back as the new batman so if they want to do that they sort of laid the groundwork for it here and maybe the flash's father somehow has a freak accident of his own and turns into dr manhattan since he's played by billy crudup anyway Oh my god! Be, Dude, my, I did. My my mind would explode for that happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Aquaman here, where I feel like we probably could have used some more underwater shit from him because he looks yeah. like they they make him like really fast in there, and he and he's flying around, and he's obviously very powerful. But I wanted to see more of that, and I thought his like kind of cowboyish character, like like a, just like a dude, like. Drinking and like screaming all the time was like okay, whatever. Like they they wanted to make him, they wanted to make him not super lame like some of the early Aquaman stuff, but they yep. try, they broed him out maybe too much. I think you know he's got that Islander vibe, which I really like. Yes. And like I said, I mean, if you follow Jason Momoa on like any social media, he's the fucking coolest guy in the world. Okay, <laughs> like he's he's married to Denise from the Cosby Show. They right. got like two kids. He like rock climbs. Like he's every bit. And that's why I thought this was a cool choice because he's every bit this character. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's super involved in like environmental issues. Like he's super involved with the Islander people that you know, like in Hawaii and like all that stuff. Like he's super into that stuff and he's very outdoorsy. So like this is this makes perfect sense. Right. But like you said, it was a little too bro for me. You know what I mean? It was a and bit it was bro. A little, and um, and like I said, I mean he 
you know, it's called Drogo. Like the guy's a bad. You don't. He doesn't have to like say badass things. Nope, he just he is. is he just is. Yeah, I'm with you. On like that. you see him like standing next to like Ben Affleck, who's like a mountain of a guy, and he's like towering over him. Right. You no, know, and, uh, he, he's cool, but he's not like I was like. Eh, all right. I just yeah, we need a little less bro, less. a little bit more. Yeah. Do less. Yeah. Do you think Mira seemed a little out of place? And I think you called this during the casting a while ago, but Mira, who I think. Not now, but eventually will be Aquaman's wife, played by Amber Heard. It's like you have a lot of really good actors. Like even if you don't like the movie, you at the very least realize like they cast solid actors and actresses. And then here comes Amber Heard in like a, a mermaid outfit. Yeah, and she and again that was kind of a throwaway scene because yeah, well you had to have Steppenwolf get that mother box or whatever. Um, but the scene with those two together where they're talking and she's like, oh. Arthur, son of Atlantia. And he's like, eh. You know, like that. And even he, like, even Aquaman, like, wanted nothing to do with that scene. He's like, God He's just kind of like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. You know thanks. what I mean? I thought that, like you said, Mira. out of place. It, it furthered the plot a little bit. But other than that, like, I thought she was kind of useless. Like, any, any Atlantean could have done that scene. Like, right, it didn't have right. to be her. Didn't have to be Mira. You could have saved Mira, but they kind of wanted to shoe her, shoehorn her in, I guess. Uh, yeah. Next up, Cyborg. Uh, so they give you his like whole backstory, his origin story. You know, his dad working at Star Labs, and he's kind of similar to the Flash. They're both like learning their powers. Like they're both very early on and like figuring out how good they can be. And this was a bit of a surprise. I went in assuming he was going to suck and be the worst one, but I actually was kind of in- intrigued by him, and I thought he was he was definitely better than I thought he was going to be. And this is what I was talking about before. I kind of alluded to in the non-spoiler part. Like, you have this battle between he's kind of pissed at his father. for You know, he doesn't know, you know, what, what the hell happened to him. He's still trying to figure it out. And it's, there's, like, this weird, like, Frankenstein vibe going yeah, on. Right, right. You know what I mean? Where he's, he doesn't know if he's, like, a monster or a man. He doesn't know which part of him is doing the thinking. And there's this constant back and forth between, you know, how much of him is still human. Right, you know, and I, and it's it's kind of like that Hulk aspect to it too, except like like digital Hulk, like yeah, there's you know, some if of I that, go, yeah. yeah, if I go down far enough down this road, if I connect into the Kryptonian stuff, like I might not come back, you right. know. So there's right. like it, there's this internal struggle with him, and like I said, and then you know he's helping out his father, and then you never see his father again, like halfway through the movie, and they never kind of bring it up again, like this, the, you know, this is going on with him. Right. You know, and which is to me was the most interesting character point in the movie. I'll tell you the, that the, makes it the yeah, no, the idea of a cyborg solo movie before this movie, I was like no fucking way. But now I'm like I'll I'll, I'll I mean we were probably going to see it anyway, but now I now I actually have some interest in it. And then the last of the uh, Justice League members is Superman, who I'm with you. This is this is the best Superman we have seen, and the reason is a couple of things. One, they actually show off his powers. Like he's really doing what he can do, and here's a novel concept. He saves people, maybe mixed in him saving some people, and then you can have that little image kind of like straight out of action comics. Like, good, perfect, that's, that's Superman. I like it. Yeah. Like, there's that whole big climactic scene at the end with Steppenwolf, and then he stops, like, what he's doing, and he's like, they're civilians. And they're like, there oh, Barry's is. got it. And he's, like, and he's like, no, there's too many. Like, no, like there, there we go. Yeah, and so they, that there's the Superman. You know what I mean? It's not like this. It's not like this brooding kind of like guy who's snapping like, necks. Yeah. yeah, like that's get that get out of here with that. So that and was I think, that was good. 
and it was interesting the way they brought him back, where like every team member had to do something, which yeah, I thought was like true. You know, it was kind of like playing a video game where like you're trying to figure out like what character does what, uh-huh. and so you're like, all right, we need Cyborg to do this, we need the Flash to do this, we need Aquaman to do that, like put him in the you know what I mean. So there was always like these the first thing they kind of did together, so that was kind of an interesting little thing, even if it was kind of on the nose. And also really and, smart and, uh, by by Ben Affleck, or by Bruce Wayne, too, being outsmarting everybody. and like So he knew that this could work, but then he also had the Lois Lane fallback plan, like make sure she's there because like, he may hate all of us. He, we don't know what he's going to be, but she can break through to him. And that's Batman's thing. Is his job is to know five steps ahead. Like this could, A, B, and C could happen. Yeah. You know, so that's, you know, where we get the, the Judas, what was that one they did? The Judas, no, it wasn't Judas Contract, it was something else. Uh, where, they, where Batman had, they, someone stole all Batman's dossier on, like, everyone in the Justice League, because he has those. Oh, the Tower of Babel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that, was, was, yeah that was good. A little bit of that. So, and he said, and you think, like, oh, I need the big gun, and you think he's going to bring, like, that kryptonite grenade gun right and nope Lois shows up talk about Lois goddamn lane also Superman's mom real quick she can still get it uh <laughs> so, so you know what you can't get what's that her bills paid oh stop she's, she's fucking farms foreclosed on no, your bills. no she moved back in uh Bruce Wayne bought the bank remember <laughs> which I bank. thought which I thought was awesome and he, they, yeah. there's like this light moment between the two of them where he's like yeah. you know thank you so much for doing this like how did you get this done he's like well I just bought the bank and he's like you bought the bank He's like, yeah, he's I like, yeah, just kind of a thing I do. Sorry. My I bad. have a tendency of doing that. What did yeah. you think of Steppenwolf? Because here, to me, was another big letdown in the movie. The CGI kind of sucked, and it was a guy, like, even I'm not very familiar with Steppenwolf, and I'm, I'm reading as many comics as I can get my hands on, and I think in the comics, he's actually Darkseid's uncle. They don't really get into it at all here, but he's basically just a stooge for Darkseid, so you you already know that he's not even the best villain, but he's also not interesting like some of these other DC villains. Like, I don't know. He was just – he was whatever. Like, he served the purpose because, all right, clearly one member of the Justice League couldn't handle him, so that's why he had to do it. But also I wasn't really invested in him at all. Well, you know what really – you know what really killed it? You know, not once. You know, he didn't do Born to be Wild. He didn't sing Magic Carpet Ride. These you are know, the best like, ones. What are, right. You know – Play the hits. What are we doing? Play the goddamn play hits, the hits, man. See, Richard, with our relationship, Steppenwolf was a band from the 70s from Canada. Is. They were from Toronto. Yep, you've landed um, it. And they, yep, and they, um, they did two, two of their biggest hits were a song called Magic Carpet Ride. Love that one. And a song called uh, Born to be Wild, which, uh, which uh, was on the charts for some time. So, Both great tracks. Uh, you didn't know that. Yeah, I'm making a reference to the 70s rock band Steppenwolf and not the lame CGI bad guy from Justice League. Kind of a dump. Dump guy. Uh, I did like the, the, one of the battles they were showing the Amazons, the Atlanteans, and how about some Green Lanterns in the action? How about some Green Lanterns, some, huh? <laughs> Green Lantern. Doey yeah. B. Dickles and his buddy, Doi the B. Green Dickel. Lantern. <laughs> the, green, the Green Lantern. Did you like the big fight scenes like that one or the, the final showdown? Were those good, it bad? Felt, it felt very Lord of the Rings when they did that. You know, yeah, uh, with, just you know, a lot of CGI. That's right. There's a lot of CGI, and I have to call them out for this because I thought, listening to the Mac and Goo podcast today on this, because in, in, it's Tuesday, so Tuesdays are good. It is a Tuesday. That's- See, what I like to do is I don't listen to theirs. Uh, if, if we're doing the same topic, which is often, yeah. I don't listen until after because I don't want to you know, accidentally steal any of their shit or, 
or anything like that. But you listened to it today. What did, what did they say? Uh, they were like, oh, like the light. They call him the lightning guy. Must have been Shazam because that makes sense. I'm like, no, you dummies. That's Zeus from Greek mythology. <laughs> yeah, Zeus and Ares were both in there. Zeus and Ares, and uh, there was an, an Apollo. You know, it was in there. Uh, female, uh, seemingly female Apollo. Oh, hello. How's yeah, your father? Um, yeah, uh, he does have very feminine qualities. In they call it, he's a very pretty man in uh, Greek mythology. A lot so was, of. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. You're the, you're the classics major. A lot of guy on guy sex in in the Greeks. Oh, there are some there are some stories. Oh, yeah, Zeus turning into an eagle and you know raping like a little boy. Like it, oh it gets God, it's real weird. Yeah, yeah. He was he was the Kevin Spacey of oh God, yeah, the Greeks in a way. Okay, weird. But how it was we, cool that it, yeah, it was nice to provide that context a little bit because they're like. Steppenwolf in the DC in the DC universe, like comic universe, is like not that big of a deal. That's what I'm saying. I, I didn't like, but I uh, but obviously he's planting the seeds for Darkseid, who is a mega villain in in DC. But I did like I did like the Green Lanterns and just having them involved. So just kind of you know letting you know that the they exist. There are right. Green Lanterns now. At the end of the movie, uh, Bruce Wayne is telling Alfred, you know, he's walking into the old uh, Wayne Manor. Which looks like shit right now. So they're gonna clean that up, and he's like, "Hey, we need a we need a big table in here." And he's talking to Wonder Woman. He's like, "With six chairs," and then she's like, "With room for more." So I ask you, Ryan. I think we can yep. assume Green Lantern. Like they, I think they've already announced a Green Lantern movie, and we can assume Shazam, played by Zachary Levi, who's gonna be out there. They're they're probably gonna be in it. But regardless of what they've announced and what they haven't, give me three others that you would like to see join the Justice League. Martian Manhunter. I agree. Hawkman. Ooh, okay. Or Hawkgirl. Okay. Just Justice League members. When, you know. No, I know, but I'm just saying that's... Okay, and then... So, Hawkman, Hawkgirl, and Martian Manhunter? Uh, no, no. You gotta have one. You gotta uh Let's see. Give me... So, we have... So we have so we, how, do, how many do we need? Well, we don't need any more. I mean, they already have six, and then it's gonna be eight with Green Lantern and Shazam. Martian Manhunter, I think, would be sick. Give me Green Arrow. Give me another guy. Okay. You want Green Arrow? No Black Canary? No Rubber Man? Maybe put... No. Elongated Man? No. <laughs> I don't want Elongated yeah, Man. Plastic Man? Plastic Man. What about... Uh, no, Black Canary and Green Lantern would be fine. Have them as a couple. Or what... Tell me what Robin is available. Is, it, is there a Nightwing in this universe? Is there a Red Robin? Is there a Red Hood? What are we dealing with here? Give me I'm one. Like Dick Grayson. You know, give me a Dick Grayson Nightwing. Oh, one of the oh, Flying Graysons. Yeah, give, yeah. Give me Nightwing. Give me Nightwing in this. That's what yeah. I want. All right, Ryan. Let's. Uh, ju- so the mid credits scene. Well, anything else before we get to mid credits and end credits? Um. Uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I didn't. I, I have to close the circle on the whole Steppenwolf thing. I. It was. It was lame to me, and what I hate. And I think it, I forget what movie we were talking about before. I was must have been like Suicide Squad, where you have like these these characters who are just trying to dominate the world for like seemingly no reason. Yeah, it's kind of lame. Like you're, and I get the idea of like the mother boxes. Get it? It's kind of like the Infinity Stones. Like they're trying to like combine these things to there's, make one great power. <laughs> there's a lot that of similarities. Yeah, there's a lot of overlap uh, here. But like, n- not once did anybody be like, "Oh, Steppenwolf's like coming to take over the world," and people are like, "Why?" And like, like, why is he doing this? Like you know, that question never answered, or never even asked. When they're just like, 
Yeah. What's the point? Destroy, just just destroy it, I guess, or to make new, make it, yeah. a, make it a new. Like they, they, they're like a throwaway line in there somewhere, but it's not, it's not enough. Like, but thinking. it's like making it, like it's making it his planet's image, which like that planet sucks. It's all like yeah. death and destruction. So like, why, like why do that? And what was that thing at the end once they like defeated him when like every, all these like weird flowers started blooming? I don't know. Like, what the fuck was that? What is that? I don't know. Yeah, and the people are like, ooh, look at these weird flowers. Not even thinking, like, you know, these could be poisonous people. Yeah, don't touch like, it. I tell you people all the time right. that these things out there, like, it just, it just. Scary world. That pissed me off. Yeah, yeah. it's a scary world. Uh, but before we get into the mid credit scene, I will say yeah. that one of the, when, you know, Barry Allen thinks he's helping, like, these people and he's pushing the truck and he looks to his right and he sees Superman going the same speed carrying a fucking apartment building. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. So that was really that was good. That was great seeing seeing Superman. So the mid credit scene is Flash versus Superman. This is actually a cover. I think they even did it with Supergirl as well. Uh, Flash Supergirl did it in the CW universe, but it, you know, I forget which comic it is. But Flash versus Superman, the race to see who really is the fastest man alive. And in this movie and in this universe right now, clearly it's Superman. Because think about it, the Flash had a head start on him, and then still Superman caught up to him and was like eye to eye with him. But yeah. but I'm convinced if the Flash figures his shit out and like knows just how uh, his powers really work, the Flash should be faster than Superman. Well, I have, and I'm going to go the other way, Richard, and I'm going to say that Superman will always be faster, and I can tell you why. Mm. I have a legitimate reason for this. Okay, I'll listen. Topography. Uh, I'm going to need a little more. The Flash has to go over mountains through, like, under-over things. Yeah. And Superman can just fly in a straight line. But he's so goddamn fast, I feel like it doesn't matter. It's going to slow him down. If, even if he's, like, a, a fraction faster, that's going to slow him down a little bit. What about the speed force? Like, I, don't think, I don't think Superman's messing around with the speed force. No, but he's also, you know, he, we're talking headwinds and tailwinds here. You know? I'm just saying. I think it's still the Flash. <laughs> I'm just getting into the physics here, you know. So if they were on a football field running a hundred yards, you say the Flash would win. Yes. But if they were running across America, you say Superman would win. Yes. But what if Superman? What if? What if you made him run? He couldn't fly. If you made Superman want, if you made Superman run, Flash wins. Okay. All right. Okay. You get what I mean? I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, what do yeah. we say? How do you get to it? It's a short distance as the crow flies. You know, Superman is as the crow flies. He doesn't have to worry about, you know, going around things or avoiding things. Yeah, but the Flash is so fast that, I mean, he can run over water. Like, he can run up a building. Like, it almost doesn't matter for him. But I'm saying, I'm saying the, different, the different surfaces are going to act back on him differently. So water, he's going to run slower on water. Because it doesn't have the feedback that the ground has. Now, I will say this, too, before I forget. The way the Flash ran in slow motion is the least athletic-looking thing I've ever seen in my life. Not great. Who, but whose arm swing does that when they run? It goes like out and around, like as they run. Like who does that? But that's the thing is he's not athletic. He just happens to have that ability. It looks like he's he's like you know how you throw a frisbee like over like like your palm down. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you take it and kind of like throw it sidearm. He looks like he's doing that with his arm swing. I mean, admittedly, it's a weird look. There's, there's, yeah. no, there's no doubt. Very strange arm swing. You could, you could, you know, conserve a little bit of movement there and go a little bit faster. Now, the end credit scene 
good news, bad news here in the end credits scene. Oh, God, I knew. Yeah, oh, man. So Lex Luthor has escaped uh, the prison in which he was in. He is now aboard a yacht where he meets Deathstroke. And played by Joe Manganiello, we knew that this was going to be the case. And this also throws a lot of things uh, out of whack or into whack or whatever you want to say because – Remember when Matt Reeves was saying that, oh, the Batman might not be in the DC universe, but they already cast Deathstroke, and he was going to be the bad guy in the Batman. And now, by bringing him into Justice League, it is very clear that Deathstroke is within the DCEU. You can't give me any of these, oh, it's like an Elseworld story. Like, he is now squarely in this universe. So you can't give me that bullshit that the next Batman movie is just like a side story. Um, But... Lex Luthor is still played by Jesse Eisenberg. He has no hair. Uh, he's talking to Deathstroke, who looks great. And then he says, uh, maybe it's time. He's like, Superman's alive. Maybe it's time we build our own league, which can yep. mean a couple of things. There, there was the Injustice League. There was also the Legion of Doom. And then teaming up guys. So Lex Luthor and Deathstroke, I would assume Black Adam is going to be played by The Rock. Uh, there's rumors that he may be in Suicide Squad 2, so I think Black Adam would be involved. And then we already know there's the Joker and Har- Harley Quinner in this universe, so maybe they could be in the mix, I guess, as well. But what did you think of the end credit scene? Uh, I thought the, mid- the mid-credit scene stole the show. I thought that was really good. And again, it showed some... It was totally Whedon, so you could tell it was just light, and it was kind of fun. And, you know, I, I, want- I definitely like left the theater being like, well, who fucking won? Yeah. Like, you got to tell me who wins, you know what I mean? And I thought it was funny where he's like... You know, Superman was joking around with the Flash where he's like, all right, if you lose, you're out. You're off the team. <laughs> like, the Flash is like, all right, if I win, I get to tell everybody. And he's like, fine, I don't care. Yeah, right. You know, I, and I thought that was that was kind of cheeky and kind of fun. And I'm dying to know who wins because this will put this debate to end. Correct. Or to, to rest for a while. I got the Flash. Um, and like you said, I mean, I was so – I saw – as soon as you saw the boat and you saw, like, the swords. Oh, it was awesome. Like, oh, yeah. And then, like, I thought they were going to end it right there, but they carried, they carried it forward. Yeah, like a whole scene. Yeah, and then you see that smug prick sitting on the boat, and I'm like, God damn it. He's the worst. He's so yeah. bad. He is such a bad actor, or at least a bad actor for this. I know he was good yeah. at other things. So he just he sucks as Lex Luthor. It's so bad. Yeah. And there was rumors, too, that they were going to, like, he was out and that uh, someone's like, Denzel Washington was going to be Lex Luthor for a while. Great. Well, yeah, they, they were, there was going to be, he was actually Lex Luthor's son, and they were going to, like, do it. But it looks like they're, they're all in with this guy being. They're all in. And he's bald now, so he's got the Lex Luthor look. He's not Alex. No. Alex Luthor Jr. You no, know, that's, Alexander. that's unfortunate. Yeah, he's, he's full-on Lex Luthor, so we're, we're stuck with this guy. But it's good that Joe Manganiello, like, because I remember reading something. He was really bummed out, like, when he heard, like, the Ben Affleck news. Like, he didn't know. Yeah. Like, he didn't know whether or not he was playing Deathstroke. So it's good to see that, you know. But then it tells me, too, that, like, there's no promises here. Like, we're, like nothing's promised. Like, no. none of this stuff could happen. Well, and, that, and the beauty no. of it is you can flashpoint this shit, and none of it means anything. Right. You could do that. You could, you the, could uh, yeah. Get, <laughs> yeah. The, the DCEU has some release dates all set. So next year, 2018, December of 2018 is Aquaman. Then April of 19 is Shazam. November of 19 is Wonder Woman 2. April of 20, which is ridiculous. We're getting kind of far out here, is Cyborg. And then July of 2020 is the Green Lantern Corps Movie now there are others that they could spring in earlier. I think the other rumored movies are Batgirl, 
The Batman, Black Adam, Flashpoint, Justice League Dark, Nightwing, Suicide Squad 2, Deadshot, Deathstroke, Harley Quinn and Joker, and Justice League 2. And wasn't there one, there was a Gotham City Sirens was rumored for Oh, yeah, a while yes, too? you're right. No, no, no add, add that one, too. And Gotham City yeah. Sirens. So all those. Uh, you know what? It just it's, like, it's just a lot. Yeah. It's, just, it's just a lot. If you could only see one of those, which one would it be? Uh, honestly, Justice League Dark. If, if they get the right director and the right cast, I will see Justice League Dark. I think Is it that, might be Guillermo del Toro. Oh, my God. If it was Guillermo del Toro doing that, I will see that in a fucking minute. That, like would, that, be awesome. that would be so good. Like if they had like Swamp Thing and like a good Constantine. Not the Keanu Reeves. I like the Constantine. Yeah, it wasn't Keanu bad. Reeves. wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But like, and then you mix in a Batman in there. Yeah. Like, I think that would be a pretty good movie. I'm with you. I would I would love to see Justice League Dark. So that's the state of the uh, DCEU. Let us know what you think. At Dork Podcast on the Twitter, dorkpodcast at gmail.com on the emails. Davey gives it a three and a half. I give it a four. As of now, that, that could change. It's not as bad as the reviews are saying, but it's certainly not the best uh, comic book movie of the year. No, and I will say that, and I said this to you last night, and I want to say it again because it's the best way I can describe it to anybody listening. So say I don't like onions on my cheeseburgers. I just don't. Okay. All right? But yeah. so this is how I would sum up this movie. Picture yourself at, a, at, a, a, at your favorite restaurant, like Chili's, and you say to the person, that's not really my favorite restaurant. That was, that was a joke. That's a, that's, but, a, that's a free plug, though, for you, Chili's. <laughs> yeah. Um, you say, all right, I'll have, like, this, this burger, but, like, no onions. And they're like, okay, fine. And then, like, they bring the burger to you, and it has onions on it, and you're like, fuck. Like, you just, you're kind of bitter that they put the onions on it, but you eat it anyway, and it's not bad. It's not as bad as you like, thought. <laughs> that, that is what this, it's that feeling you get when you look at it and you realize there are, like, onions on it. You're like... It's still going to be pretty good, but, like, it's not great. Yeah, it's you not know? exactly it's, what you ordered. And that's the kind of stuff that we get paid the big bucks for. It's that tepid right. review of, like, it's not terrible. No, it was great. When I asked you earlier if you liked the movie, you said you didn't know. That's the stuff. That's but the I texted stuff. you last time. Well, you, yeah. It's funny because you texted me. I'm like, knee-jerk reaction. What would you think? And you were like, I don't know. I go, yeah, I got to think about it. <laughs> I got to think about it. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, you, you usually are, like, spot on. Like, yeah. your knee-jerk reaction, your gut reaction right. is usually the best one. I was so confused. And you're like, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I go and see it, and I'm like, oh. Same. I, I'm, like, leaving the theater, and I'm, like, staring at, like, the steering wheel. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, I, I, I felt like, I don't know how I feel. And I said I'd have to, like, spin, like, a, some scotch in a glass as I'm sitting in, like, this le- high-back leather chair. Ooh, that sounds good. That sounds good. Yeah. You read a book. You know, so I, when I, I, 24 hours removed, I'm like, you know what? It's fine. It was. It's, it's fine. It it's was not sure terrible. Yeah. Suicide Squad and Batman versus Superman were just like dumps. Like, this is better than that. It's not as good as Wonder Woman. Right. And it's a little bit better than Batman versus Superman. Yeah. 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 So there you go. All right. There's our reviews of Justice League. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the podcast time. Ryan, kick or receive? I will receive this week. All right. So uh, a, a Hulu series, which I am an episode in. I know I'm, I'm full in on, on The Punisher right now, and I'm trying to get through that. But what just came out actually today, I believe, uh, on Hulu is Runaways, Marvel's Runaways. Ooh. Which, if you don't know the story of this, that is uh, six teens um, find out that their parents are all uh, Marvel villains. 
and they, they don't like that, and they band together, and they run away and form their own group. So I watched the first uh, first episode of this, and it's actually pretty watchable. It's not bad. Is this it's like is Sunspot one of the characters or no? I believe so. I think I okay, know. yeah, yeah. So no, I fr- Sunspot Sunspot is a new mutant. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm interested in that. Let me know how the Runaways is once you get going on that. My pick is you may have seen it. We already tweeted it out at Dork Podcast, or maybe you checked it out on our YouTube which is just youtube.com slash dorkpodcast. Uh, listener of the show, Al Nichols, who has his own YouTube channel, Al Nichols Films, threw together a little promo for us. So it is Davey and I as Legos with uh, some special appearances by uh, dork culture uh, characters from movie and TV and video games and all of that stuff. So if you haven't seen it yet, head over to our YouTube channel. Give that a watch and uh, let us know what you think. I think it came out great. And what you should do, too, is, Al, um, you know, people who do YouTube stuff, they, their money is made on likes and subscribes and comments. So if you go on Al's, Al's page to watch this video, please like, subscribe, and comment on it and upvote it. So make sure you give him all the love you can. Because actually, I don't know why he's being so nice to us with this, but yeah. he did a hell of a job, That's and cool. it's awesome. So, so thank you very much for that. Absolutely. Next week on Hashtag Dork, it'll be The Punisher. 13 episodes from Netflix. We'll tell you how it stacks up to the other Netflix series and where they will potentially go from there. Uh, of course, you And can, I will tell you this. Yeah. I am three episodes in, and it's already better than Iron Fist. Oh, my God. It's for sure better than Iron Fist. <laughs> There's no doubt it is better than Iron Fist. You can uh, subscribe, rate, and review on the iTunes. It's very much appreciated. Uh, We're at other places where podcasts are available. So if you tell a friend, that would be great. If they don't have iTunes, that's fine. We're on Google Play. We're on Stitcher, uh, weei.com. You can check us out on there as well. I mentioned the Twitter, at Dork Podcast, YouTube.com slash Dork Podcast, Represent.com. You can buy a T-shirt or a hoodie. And, Davey, where can the people find you? At Arvon D on any social media. Um, I plan on hopefully doing a little bit of twitching this week. Nice, twitching. So we'll get after that. Maybe Sunday night. We'll do a Sunday night Twitch of, you know, maybe a Worms battle. Ooh, maybe we'll worms. finally get into Overwatch again. You know, I'm maybe in. we'll do something like that. I love it. I love it. So uh, once again, have a great Thanksgiving. Or if you're listening to this after the fact, hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Covering, covering our bases there. It's a podcast. You can listen to it at your leisure. So we will talk to you next week here on Hashtag Dork.